everyone, welcome back to my YouTube channel. My name is BB Babatunde Ikoto. If this <laughs> if this is your first time of stopping by my channel, I want to say a big welcome to you. If you're a returning subscriber, shout out to you. You're the best. So today you can see that we're gonna be sharing. I don't know, it might be helpful for you, but we're gonna be talking about how to somewhat keep, maintain, and grow your spiritual life as a couple you don't want to tell them i'm your husband how how would you know that don't be angry <laughs> today with me i have a very special guest this is my husband yeah musayo ikotu thank you <laughs> and you're very much welcome to this channel okay okay <laughs> anyway so before we go into the um conversation of today mm -hmm. i wanted us to go through a little icebreaker yeah morning I have three questions. Okay. So my first question for you is if a movie was made about your life, what celebrity would play you? Uh. <laughs> you didn't expect today. No. Which one? What like anyone from any, any country? Any any country, anywhere, any nation. Like Yeah, what, I know. Which one? Denzel. Denzel? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> Um, well, let me answer that question for myself. If it does a celebrity that will play my life, uh, what celebrity would do a good job playing me? I want to say Octavia Spencer. Uh -huh. Ah, okay, we bring you back to Nigeria. Oh, so you asked the question for me, not you. Yeah. No, and I just brought it out of the pack, so I never even planned, which okay. shows that I am very fair. I think I'll just stick with Octavia Spencer. I love her. I think she's gonna do a wonderful role, um, job with my role. And the the people we picked, they are quite on the older side of the spectrum. Though. Yeah, that's and it. we're very young, so <laughs> that's interesting. Okay, question number two. What was your proudest moment from the past twelve months? Mm, I can't say specifically. Okay, what about I say my proudest moment of you and your proudest moment of me? Okay. Alright, All right. so I actually have two proudest moments for you. Mm -hmm. I was so proud of you when you got your new job and mm -hmm. uh, I saw how hard you studied and I prepared. Can't study. <laughs> how hard you can study and prepare and like give it your all. In fact, you, I did not exist to you for that. Only three weeks. Two weeks. Two weeks. I do not exist to you for two weeks. And I was so proud um, of when you passed your exams mm -hmm. and you got the offer and even how you've been doing so far with your reviews and all. That makes me really, really proud of you. Okay. And I think the other thing that I'm proud of like in the last 12 months is like the fact that you're actually leading a church. Like it's... Mm -hmm. See, I'm saying like you are leading church. I see I'm not part. But anyways, <laughs> you are primarily leading a church and... I think it's just something I'm so proud of looking at how you have put thoughts together. How, uh -huh. oh my God, this man, he can reach out to anybody. Like sometimes we'll have people come to church and be like, oh, how did you hear about church? He's like, oh, I chatted with Busayo on Kijiji. And I'm like, who use it? I use Kijiji to buy things. Like I've never used Kijiji to like invite people to church and i think i'm so proud about how you can reach out to anybody regardless of their age their race their gender and just share the gospel to them or do what god wants you to do even if it's to share a word that god puts mm. in your heart for them i think that's something so admirable <laughs> i've watched you do it over and over again and 
um it's something that i'm also learning and hopefully i can get trained so i can also <laughs> do it so yeah those two things i received <laughs> those two things make me really proud okay what's your one for yeah. me uh i think for me is how um i won't say it's i won't say there's like a specific moment to it it's just um you see, um, watching you grow, like the girl I went to bring from the village, you know. <laughs> Men will shame you, just so you know. I, I actually, you know, technically. Men will shame you, just, just know. Have it at the back of your head. Yeah, just uh, you know, seeing, um, seeing, you know, how much you know you give into everything you put your heart to do or put your mind to do, you know especially with writing the book you know doing things putting things together putting you know without any supervision i think that's um that's um, that's so so wonderful to you know see you do and i'm very thankful to god and you know it's like i said it's not just um it's not just a specific moment for me but day to day you know consistency is the most important thing and that's something I so much appreciate about you, you know, how you do everything that you do, doing a lot and if you're so little, mm. you know, uh, it's it's amazing. So. Thank you. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad that you acknowledged that on camera so I can come and watch this over and over again. Yeah, great to you. <laughs> Alright, last but not the least, what's a memory from when we were dating and what made it so fun? Yeah, I think it's just walking. We started the foundation of this relationship by walking everywhere, we're walking the streets of Abuja. Oh, that's true. <laughs> we took a lot of walks. Like, if you yeah. know Abuja, was it in Itama? Um, um, I think around Wusi. Wusi, like, yeah. you know, on the street. Like, you know, Abuja is not like Lagos. That's street lights and trees. And yeah. we'll just spend hours. Like, I think night. one time we walked in the night, like nighttime. Yeah. We walked like two hours. Yeah, we're just walking. And just nice, nice shade to Lagos though. Nice shade. <laughs> we work like two hours in the evening. Like I'll go look for him after work and we're just like old ends and just walk around town and just pray. I mean we didn't know that this would be our future yeah. as of then. Maybe we just thought we'll just be Abuja people. <laughs> and yeah, I think that that's such a good memory. Yeah. I think my memory that I remember from when we we're dating was when we went to church together for the first time when you came to TSU. Oh yeah, in August 2018. Wow, you remember? I I thought that was that's such a great <laughs> memory because like just both of us being in church. 2019, I'm sorry. No, it can't be. No, sorry, 2018, August yeah. 2018. I think that was such a good memory because we we're both in church and this man eh, the only thing that makes him cry is the love of god <laughs> and it's another than love of god nothing moves him oh, yeah. <laughs> but when it comes to that love of god i've seen grown man just crying like as how god's love is like so unconditional and yeah. yes and i remember that day we're like in worship and he was like crying i think there's even a picture yeah I of think it so. but i don't know i'll try to find it, I'll it somewhere. <laughs> if i don't find it in that side but i think just having that vulnerable moment with god but together if that mm. makes any sense i think that's such a good memory <laughs> and i remember um uzama was singing this 
I don't know the song, and you are singing so loud. I was like, Who touched this man? Evo song, and I felt like, Oh my god, I don't know this song, but it was, it was such a good, I think that's such a my very good memory, yeah. which leads to a perfect, it's a perfect segue into our conversation for Great. today already. And I'll be honest, right, in the sense that many times when you get married, you're merging your schedule and you're merging your life in the sense that if you are someone that believes in morning devotion, your partner might be night or your partner might be midday or your partner might doesn't believe in like having a concentrated devotion time. It's like any time I get during the day, I was busy to talk to God. Mm. And many times it's very hard to get that, get to that place of synchrony. Yeah. If you've spent so much time doing it on your own. Mm. Right. So it's it can be very hard, and this is just me ac acknowledging. In case anyone is watching this, and if you're not married yet, this is just something to know. Especially when you start with the honeymoon phase, like after you get married, most times you're traveling for your honeymoon to go and drink coconut water, relax on the beach, let them massage your body. After planning a very hard and stressful Nigerian mm -hmm. wedding, if you did a Nigerian wedding, yeah. if you didn't do a Nigerian wedding. Good luck. <laughs> Kudos to you. You are the real, real G. Um. So, what would you say? Uh. I guess I don't want. To, I don't want this conversation to be a conversation of do's and don'ts. I want us to just talk around the topic. So, mm -hmm. what's the first thing that comes to your mind when it comes to um maintaining and growing together spiritually as a couple? Okay. So I think you can rephrase the question for them actually. Like, what what are we talking about? Oh, the topic. Yeah how to maintain keep and grow together spiritually as a couple oh great yeah so i i think the most important thing is um finding time that works because that time uh, imagine if you have like if you have to like walk um, a 12 hour shift mm -hmm. or you have to walk like a 18 hour shift you know the time might um not be balanced mm -hmm. you know to say but it is knowing first of all knowing that you have two people involved in this so you're not just um, you're not just um, living in isolation i'm a very big fan of couple praying you know because we can pray at our separate time we can do other things but we must always look you know look out for specific time when we can come together and just pray and just fellowship as a family it is very important you know because um, it deepens um, um, whatever we share it deepens all that we share so because prayer is not uh, our devotion is not just uh, um, it's not just one of those things you take you know out of the box and say oh I've done it today so it's something that uh, to me it's something very special actually you know having to pray with your spouse having to communicate you know it's very important to you know, so if you can look for specific time to just um, pray together regardless of the busy you know um, timeline and schedule mm -hmm. and all of that so it's very important that you know um, couples actually pray together actually you know fellowship together then you can do other things mm -hmm. so it, it, it's knowing that this is primary because they're a family at the end of the day 
because whatever you you invest in or whatever your waters grows yeah so it's the same thing with prayer it's the same thing with any other thing you know you know god is everywhere but you, you're for sake of clarity you're married you're a family you know when do you have time to pray for your children when do you have time to pray for your um, extended family when do you have time to pray for your ministry when do you have time to pray for your friends if you're not praying together, together yeah so I, I think um, that's 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 it for for now. Yeah, I think it's really good that you mentioned because in this side of the world, I think a lot of people back home are ninety fivers, like mm -hmm. back in Nigeria. But in this side of the world, I know of couples that they work both work eighteen hour shift, mm. and some people as they are leaving, I'm coming back. As they are coming back, I'm leaving. So it's just making that decision and saying this is a non-negotiable for us. Mm. Even if it's as I'm walking through the door and you're about to leave, and even if it's just old hands and agree together for two minutes, five minutes, whatever time you can. Mm. Like it has to be a priority. Yeah. Like there's just this closeness and intimacy that comes together when you pray, mm -hmm. right? Um, when you, Especially when you pray together. It's just it's it's not something you can explain and i'm not even saying that you're praying together a prayer of it's okay a prayer of oh god give us house or god give us car like but just that intimacy of god we want to grow more in our faith right. together we want to do great things for you in your kingdom mm. like that cannot be um underemphasized and i think the other thing i wanted to touch on is the place of mentorship like mentoring each other right because many times when we think of mentorship we think someone older to someone younger mm. i mean in this case you're two years older than me but i'm your respected elder brother <laughs> okay true true my elder brother so there's also that role of mentorship right i mean for a very long time as a christian babe i've always been a person like oh i want to marry someone that's more spiritually mature than me but the truth of the matter is that spiritual maturity is not line like it's not linear. Is yeah, it's not it's not straightforward. It's not straightforward, as, as we, right? Because yeah. we we have do you wanna share? Or should I finish what I'm saying? Yeah, you can go ahead. Okay. So because we both have seasons in our lives where our devotion, our consecration is at different levels mm -hmm. so it's not necessarily to take a table and say okay let's measure who is more spiritually mature mm -hmm. you both can be mature right and the fact that you both can be mature means that you both can mentor mm -hmm. one another mm -hmm. like sometimes people will be like oh babe i've been meditating on this verse and just hears okay this is what i'm this is what god is revealing to my heart about this specific verse and we just have a conversation about it it doesn't even have to be an extensive conversation it's just oh i'm washing plate or is washing plate i'm turning stew and oh you remember in this verse when the bible says xyz this is what it really means and this and we just talk about how it plays in our day-to-day -day life and mm. our experiences how it's our takeaway or i'll come and say oh pb i was listening to this sermon and the pastor said xyz what do you think how does that hold up in line with scripture and we just have a debate many times we don't agree sure. right because there's also that part like theological theologically speaking we have the same foundation but there are some different aspects like hmm, let me go and read this more let me investigate because that's something about bible study right it's not everything that your pastor says that you just swallow client and sinker your pastor is actually encouraging you to also go and open your bible yourself so that way in your own reading in your own research in your own studying you can 
come to that place of I am convinced that what my pastor is saying is true. Yeah, I'll just come in from there. You know, when you mentioned my pastor, you know, um, there was um, the day Dr. Fear um, spoke to us when he was like, oh, like talking about, you know, the old jet lag and everything. And he mentioned something and just um, referencing it to spiritual maturity. So it was like, oh, like, I'm, uh, like I feel so jet lag, you know, having to travel different um, continent and everything. I was like, oh, sorry, my pastor, you know, and it's going to be fine. And, you know, it was like, oh, let me talk to Bibi. And um, Bibi was like, oh, no, you have to, you know, wear this thing off you know you don't sleep when you feel jet black and everything and he said something very interesting he said, yeah you see uh, like this is this is it like you know balance. balance to it you know one side is seen this way the other side is seen this way and um, it brings everything down to you know um, there, there are certain times you know this is going to be this person is going to be stronger the other person might not be strong at that particular time mm -hmm. you know having to balance you know uh, having to you know um, encourage one another that's yeah. part of spiritual yeah, yeah. spiritual maturity you know we're mentoring each other at different spaces of our life at different times you know of our life at different scenarios so it's just um, interesting that you know like you said you don't um, we, we can't measure spiritual maturity mm -hmm. just um, straight up like that yeah. but we know that the foundation of what it means to be mature in Christ is to is understanding God's love for us you know that's the basis but I know that's another um, conversation, conversation yeah. but yeah you can go ahead thanks for sharing yeah I really like the fact oh, that that conversation Dr. Phil was saying just like oh one of you has given me comfort and said oh sorry and the other <laughs> one is just giving instruction and saying do this and it was like wow that's balance oh, that's such a good good yeah. memory I like that um so yeah it's not linear it's not one way like it's going to <laughs> in fact you know that there's some seasons in your relationship in your marriage that one person can be going through something that is so hard that they might not even be able to open their mouth to pray mm. and that will not be the time right applying spiritual maturity that would not be the time to begin to be judgmental or shouting or questioning yeah. their salvation that would be the time to pray them back into being into who they are mm. right if your partner it's just kind of like if they sustain a physical injury you must say yeah walk on that leg by force Stop, <laughs> like you understand your part would be to nurture to care to encourage mm. to bring them back to that place of perfect healing where they can go back to who they are mm. so it's knowing that i will tarry in the place of prayer for you right if i'm seeing that something you're doing will lead you to danger will lead you it's like i will talk to you but I'll also stay in that place of prayer praying for one another and it's also very important i mean as we're talking about growing and sharing as a couple it's also very important for us to know that we should also have our own personal time yeah that's that's um uh, and just before you get into that you know like you said you know knowing when to encourage one another you know there's an injury you know all you you made an example of an injury and how do you even know when that injury in quotes you know is there mm. it starts from that place of devotion so if you don't uh, and that's injury to say it's probably like a spiritual whatever blackout or something yeah. but if you don't build that habit of always praying together even when the uh, the the loophole is there 
you're not able to see it I'm not able to see why the mechanism to which we used to know is, is faulty yeah so there's no way you know we um, get to you know pray together get to share the word together if, if this is missing you know and it's something about you know knowing you know or putting um, putting priority to what it is yeah. because we cannot be Christian couples or, or, or we cannot have Christian marriages and not you know create time for these things you know, it's not, it's not marriage is not um, it's not uh, it's it's not it's not um, just all about the cute pictures and all of that we need prayers couples should pray yep. couples should have devotion you know just um, having that 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 place of knowing oh I am whenever I pray with my wife I pray with my husband you know this is this is this is what it is I there's just this 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 sense of confidence you know that when both of you come together to talk to God regarding something and always hears us you know or it would definitely hear you so it's it's something that we should not leave to chance you cannot yeah. leave marriage to chance because you know we see it as just you know husband and wife what if there are children there what will be the life of the children? What will be the fate of the children? What will be, you know, the, the end of the child at the end of the day? It's so important because it's not just you. It won't always, always be about, you know, the both of you. But this is why, you know, I always tell people, you know, we must see marriage for what it is. Marriage is not the purpose. Marriage is helping us fulfill the purpose of God. Man. So, um, seen from that wider lens that bigger lens you know gives a, a, a better picture of what we have been called to do mm -hmm. so it's very important that's why we don't glorify you know marriage as you know just marriage no we are happy we rejoice about marriage we're always uh, uh it's always a delight to talk about it always a delight to get married you know do all of this why because it helps us fulfill god's purpose mm -hmm. just as we have life now that we're talking why are we what is life life is just there because it's an opportunity to give thanks to god it's an opportunity to praise god it's an opportunity to to do what god has called us to do so life is not just life until it fulfills the plan of God. Mm. Since our marriages, uh, are we doing the right thing? Are we being in that place of you know talking to one another, mentoring one, uh, mentoring one another, pointing one another back to back Christ. to Christ? That is the most important thing. Yeah. Yeah. Because you know, many times when it comes to like relationship and like who should I marry, we always have like things like oh, marry someone that points you to Christ mm -hmm. and not away from Christ. That should also be the case even in marriage for spiritual growth, mm -hmm. right? Because a lot of times we've seen cases of when people become very spiritual just because they want to get married. Okay. And then they get married and that God that helped them get to where they need to get to, they forget all about it. That's it. Many people use see marriage as the, and that's what I'm saying, many people see marriage as the end of everything. Mm -hmm. Meanwhile, it's not the end. Just no. the same way with the prayer. Prayer is not the end of everything. It leads you to the end. So it leads you to the one that has finished everything. So prayer is meant to drive us to Christ. Our devotion is meant to meant to drive us to Christ. So all our, everything that we did is meant to drive us. So that's why if you try to use God 
you see people are very fervent you know when they're believing god for a spouse you know i want the wife you know praying god fearing this, this so at the end of the day when you get this god fearing person mm -hmm. what is the goal when you get this god fearing man what is the goal is it just to do marriage as marriage you know just have babies take cute pictures travel the world it, it, make that money. can yeah that can be the end of everything yeah. i can't be the all in all you know of what we have to do as uh, married people or as couples no it, 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 it can't be yeah. everything you know this is why if you try to use god you find out that at the end of everything you're using yourself because you're wasting your time right you're not you're not um, you're not uh, you can't use god you can't use God. You know how we try to, whenever we need something, you know, we become very fervent, very spiritual. And at the end of it, that's, that, if I'm not spiritual immaturity. Yeah. Because you, Legit. <laughs> you try to, you know, do this one. You try to get that one. You try and at the end of everything, just like, you know, when God will bless any people, you know, in church. And at the end, you hardly see them in church. They're no longer walking, no longer doing anything. They used to be why it is the paupers just like you have money you know uh, money is not just money until it does god's plan yeah so your husband is not just husband or wife is not just wife until we lead one another into you know walking in god's plan so it's mm -hmm. very very important that we see yeah. from that perspective yeah our purpose as believers is not to get married is not to be married because even jesus said it not a lot of people will get married not a lot of people will be asked will you marry me right not a lot of people get opportunities so think about it this way if marriage is your sole purpose as a believer and not a lot of people will get to do that what does that mean would you also say that jesus didn't fulfill purpose because he did right what he came to do here on earth is to die to be buried and resurrect for us or would you say um apostle paul didn't as well of course not you wouldn't it's not your purpose to get married. It's not your purpose to have children. The purpose of the believer is simple, to know Christ and to make him known. So our marriages at the end of the day is a vehicle to do that, that two people can look at us and be like, oh, how come Ibi and Buzaya are so patient with one another? I know that they are not perfect. I know that they would have issues or whatever, yeah. but how come they're still patient and kind and long suffering and they're exhibiting the fruit of the spirit to one another? And they will ask us, how come you are this way? And we, our answer would be, oh, we are saved. We're believers. We have a new spirit and we have a new heart and we have the Holy Spirit of God working in us yeah. to exhibit this fruit of the spirit. And they'll be like, wow, that's interesting. I would like that. And that's how you can lead someone like to, Christ, to Christ. Right. Yeah. So it's seeing that your marriage is beyond marriage, but it's indeed a purpose vehicle. That is a vehicle to show people that Jesus Christ is the way, the truth, and the life so yeah. it's very very important to just be in that place of consistency mm -hmm. so my word for anyone i'm watching this right now and you've not been able to lock out lock down a time a moment or something in your schedule for you and your partner to pray together or even discuss scripture together it doesn't have to be traditional it doesn't have to be the way our parents did it growing up right yeah. no growing up our parents will all sit down around the table open bible in the morning good morning jesus i mean i shouldn't assume for anyone but that's how we did it in my in my house right i would wake up my dad will 
we'll sing, we'll say, sing a song, we'll lead a prayer, we'll go through the devotion for that day, we'll have a conversation and we'll pray and I'll call it a day. So your devotional life as a couple might not look like that. Just what works for you. Do what works for you, right? Yeah. Can it be your lunch break? I think we, we've tried lunch break devotion yeah. before, right? Or even while I'm going to drive into work. Or even driving to work, right? Sometimes if he's running late and he has to leave, once he gets in the car, he calls me. And we just pray till he gets to work. So there are different ways. It's just to be consistent. It won't look the same way every time, right? Your family will change. You would have children. You have people living with you. There's so many factors. But it's just having it in your heart. And like having that, what's it called, resolution. Mm -hmm. That me and mine, we would have that undivided time of devotion and fellowship whether it's in the morning, lunchtime, in the car, at night, in like whatever works for you, let it work for you. Like yeah. just make a decision. Very, very important because we leave nothing to chance. Nothing. If you leave things to chance, you find out that ah, you find three out. years have passed. I've not even prayed with you. Yeah. Two years. Yeah. It's very possible. Very, very possible. I've seen it. I've seen it because yeah. if you leave those things to chance there's definitely nothing you can do about it because it has been left to life if you leave anything to life the natural order of this life it's it going to rot <laughs> it is going to rot but when you put a structure regarding you know what you want to achieve where you want to you know see yourself be as a family you know and this is where it's very important to you because you will grow up to have children also you grow up to have people you you know you also mentor you know how do you teach them to pray because we parenting uh, parenting our children first we're first parents to our children hmm. you're not just a friend or you're not just um, you're not just um, um, you're not just um, they've not just put a child in your custody you're a parent yeah, so parent. it is very uh, mandatory or very important to say that we put put a structure regarding this you know, it's not just enough to buy your child gifts, you know, want to take care of them, mm -hmm. want to spoil them, take them all, all over the world. Even husband and wife, you know, you want to travel, you want to do all of these beautiful things. How about, you know, we take our devotions very seriously because it's something, a three-fold cord is not easily broken. So, um, the moment it is me, my wife and the Holy Spirit, or my wife, me and the Holy Spirit. So, once we get into that place of fellowship, that place of understanding, it is even very, very uh, interesting that even when you know, probably you're having a fight, you know, some people be telling you, <laughs> you need to pray, like we announce. You know, so it's just, and if you have the Spirit of God, the Spirit of God will tell you to do the right thing. So, and the Holy Spirit is very interesting, never pushes us. You know, there's nowhere you're the Holy Spirit. So, and it's very interesting sometimes, you know, where we can hear a certain word for people, we can give them the word as the Holy Spirit instructs us. But when we are quarreling with our spouses, the Holy Spirit will nod you, go and say you're sorry. Fix then, it. then we become very you know not to that we don't you know usually listen yeah. but you know if you put yourself in that system of saying oh this is what 
we want as a family this is how we want so it, it's not just by saying you know oh i would always be forgiven it takes mm -hmm. prayer Ooh. it takes you know yielding to the holy prayer spirit and renewing of your mind it takes it because you don't you don't outgrow these things you can't not outgrow this thing so it's very very important that you know we put this um, systems, you know, in place. So yeah. you're not just praying. We're uh, we're not just overly consumed with what we want. Or we want to buy a house. Very wonderful. We'll buy the house. Yeah. Or you want a car. You buy the car. But how about growing in God's purpose for your yeah. life? Yeah, absolutely. As a couple. Absolutely. So, yeah. And just before we wrap up, I just want to add on to what you said about like parenting. And one thing I've seen, because many times we think about like, oh. You know, it's very easy for you to say my parents never taught me anything. Mm. But because they didn't teach you anything actively, doesn't yeah. mean they didn't teach you so much. So much in observation, right? Yeah. So, as human beings, as prospective parents, you would a lot of things your child would learn from you would be by modeling, mm -hmm. right? Oh, I see that mommy just speaks in tongues around the house. I'm just going to start speaking in tongues around sure. the house. I see that daddy and mommy hold hands together to pray. I'm going to join them and put my hands with them to pray to Jesus. Mm. A lot of the things that children learn is via modeled behavior. Mm. What they see, right? Mommy says she's having a headache. Daddy puts his hand on her head and says, you're healed in Jesus' name. So when I have a headache, I'm going... Like, there's a lot mm. that children pick up from us as adults. No. So don't say, I'm going to wait until that child comes for us to start setting our our house in order mm. no. so in that from now like as you finish hearing this video you talk to your partner and be like we need a plan we need structure yes. am i saying sometimes you will not sleep off and forget no better than will. no structure you will but it's good to have structure and yeah. there's no condemnation even when you sleep off and you forget and God, life gets in <laughs> and life gets in the way of yeah. course not but it's just not okay we have to structure and we'll keep going back mm -hmm. to it i think they say you have to do something consistent is it for 72 days before it becomes a habit i, I don't know about that one <laughs> yeah i think it's 72 days i'm not sure but keep at i think it. it's lesser than that Mm. Yeah. I'll find the information I'll put it on the screen. But yeah, just keep at it, keep going. Like grace is made available, available. for you. Glory. So that brings me to the end of this video. If you've enjoyed it so far, don't forget to leave a comment below or if you have a question, put it below and I'll be more than happy to respond as you can see you're having Passover <laughs> twice in one month that is the is because it's anniversary month though. after anniversary month it will become a, a scarce commodity finished it, my bonanza yes that is giveaway this is giveaway and yeah so just let me tell him thank you for and i'm glad to be here too thanks baby you're welcome <laughs> all right thank you so much for watching don't forget to smash that subscribe button like share on your whatsapp instagram facebook and tag us all right till all next right. time bye, -bye. bye.